Coming right up, a special edition of Straight Talk, a conversation with Lewis Clark, president of the Government Accountability Project. Opinions expressed in the following program do not necessarily reflect the views of Charter Communications nor its sponsors. We recognize our obligation to present opposing points of view by responsible spokespersons. For information, please contact the director of program. She stands in the face of evil and will not lose hope or faith. America, the land of freedom, is still the home of the brave. So raise the Talk is brought to you in part by Southern California Edison. For over 100 years, life powered by Edison. The Press Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. And Long Beach Magazine. Coastal living, city style. <laughs> Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. We have a very special guest joining us tonight all the way from Washington, D.C. Lewis Clark is the president of the Government Accountability Project. Mr. Clark, welcome to Straight Talk. Thank you. Glad to be here. Uh, GAP, as the project is known, is the nation's leading whistleblower protection organization. It was founded in 1977. Our guest, Mr. Clark, joined them a year later in 78 and has been the president ever since. And it must be very satisfying to see how the organization has grown oh, over is. the last 30 years. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's beautiful. Uh, it's it's a, a form of really you know, a great appreciation in terms of, of my life. I mean, I, I can't believe how great it feels. Our guest is an attorney, and GAP provides legal counseling to whistleblowers, uh, legal services, but he also is an ordained minister, and sometimes whistleblowers' lot is not the happiest one, and they need some counseling. Oh, absolutely. I'm, uh, one of my specialties in, when I went to seminary, actually, was pastoral counseling. And um, that's what, you know, part of the job is. It's really counseling people who are trying to make ethical decisions in the workplace. That's a fascinating issue. I teach ethics, as some of our regular viewers know, and, and we'll get in later in the show to the mentality and the ethical value structure of whistleblowers. But just for the record, GAP is the nation's leading whistleblower protection organization involved in a number of high-profile cases. Let me just tick off a few. Uh, GAP was involved in exposing Paul Wolfowitz's wrongful actions as, as World Bank president. 
involved in Dr. James Hansen, NASA's top climate scientist who revealed he was pressured by the White House not to speak out about global warming dangers, an FDA scientist whose Senate testimony prompted the recall of a, a significant uh, uh, arthritis drug that, that had uh, negative side effects causing heart attacks, and uh, a former official of the Climate Change Science Program who exposed that the Bush White House had been editing a scientific global warning, warming reports, uh, ultimately causing the resignation of the editor of those reports. So these are very, very important cases. Oh, yes. I mean, the, the one thing about it is that whistleblowing really can have an enormous impact nationally if the right people step forward and take that risk. And now, do the whistleblowers come to you, or do you reach out to the whistleblowers? Well, no, we, we have so many whistleblowers coming to us that we don't have time to even reach out. I mean, we, and we only can take a, about one out of 20 people who actually come to us. Is that because of, of manpower limitations, or because, uh, like attorneys who take contingency fee cases, they screen them and decide which ones are the most likely successful and they they take those do you do something like oh, that we have to do that sure and because everyone who makes contributions to the project they want to make sure that their contributions are going to cases that are really going to make a difference and so unfortunately there are many cases that come to us where it the issue is completely unimportant uh in terms of you know like maybe the boss um, using the Xerox machine or something, uh, and yes. you know, personally that sort of yeah. thing. So there's, you know, unimportant. Other people blow the whistle, uh, but it's the case has been going on for 15 years, and you couldn't begin to unravel it. Other people perhaps aren't whistleblowers, at least in our estimation. Or after we do an investigation, we decide that we don't agree with uh, their their position. We don't agree. Uh, that there was wrongdoing. So we, we have all those things are factors. Another one is that some people, you know, are, aren't completely healthy that try to blow the whistle, but... Aren't completely... Well, some people, some people emotionally are... Emotionally disturbed. Yes, yeah, so we have that. But we have a whole screening process. We pick the cases that are not only that, you know, where we believe they're right, but we also pick cases that have national importance too. Well. It kind of reminds me of cases that the Supreme Court decides to grant cert and yeah. involving important national issues. Yeah. And, but it's also very sad for a lot of the cases that are, have merit that we have to turn down. We refer them to, we have a lot of, of attorneys, volunteer attorneys and, and, and attorneys who have a lot of experience and we do refer people uh, to attorneys who are good. And, so the 19 yeah. out of 20 cases that you don't take doesn't mean that they're oh. out of court. They no. may, you refer them elsewhere. That's right. That's right. We might not. And another thing, too, is that we have to make sure that we can really make a difference on their case. It could be that any attorney, you know, that does these, you know, this kind of law uh, in terms of employment law would do just as well as we would do. So. so what's the extra dimension that GAP brings to the table that some other attorney would not? Well, for one, is that we can get the national we can get national attention to the case um, fairly readily because of our experience and because of our uh, sort of contacts. So I the think, fact that the Gap country. is involved as a as a co-plaintiff or whatever your role is brings automatic credibility to that case. Right, 
and we fight very hard to maintain that credibility. So uh, we can ne we feel uh, we feel we can never be wrong. What, what what is your ro exact role? Are you co-plaintiffs? Oh no, we no we are their attorneys. You are the attorney. Oh, absolutely. I see. We're there. We represent them in terms of whatever employment situation might occur negatively. Uh, so we represent them on that as well as we represent them on their information to try to bring it to not only national attention if it deserves it, but also just bring it to some kind of reform so okay. that the issue is resolved or the and issue something. As we come to the end of the segment, just for the yeah. record, most of these whistleblowers either have been fired or are being fired when by the time you get to them. No, I don't I would just say no, I, I think about half the people, nothing's happened yet. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well we continue this fascinating discussion after these messages. Electricity is different from any other product we use. We can't store it. We must use it wisely, but can't do without it completely. And there's no substitute for this special form of energy that brings us light, comfort, and progress. That's why California needs new standards that can keep utilities strong, guard against another power crisis, and protect consumers from the kind of shortages that often affect other commodities. Because electricity is different. The Port of Long Beach, one of the region's largest construction contractors, has work for businesses big and small. The SBE, or Small Business Enterprise Program, was established by the Board of Harbor Commissioners in 2004 to boost the local economy. Through this program, small businesses get a chance at big port contracts in the areas of construction, environmental consulting, engineering and architectural services, and more. To learn more, log on to www.polb.com or call 562-590-4146. The Marketplace Long Beach, where you can shop for a fabulous selection of merchandise. Dine out tonight. Shop in a relaxing environment. Explore all there is to enjoy at The Marketplace Long Beach, PCH and 2nd Street, online at MarketplaceLongBeach.com. The Marketplace Long Beach. For over 80 years, Community Hospital of Long Beach has served the greater Long Beach community by providing the best medical care possible with a focus on clinical excellence and a caring, compassionate, personalized approach for every patient. It is our goal to be the community's preferred health care provider, providing a 24-7 rapid response emergency department, a state-of-the-art cancer center, and a free wellness and diabetes program. We are proud to introduce CHLB's new bariatrics program featuring the safe and effective lap band system. Community Hospital of Long Beach. When you have a choice, choose the best. Continuing a conversation with Lewis Clark, president of the Government Accountability Project, popularly known as GAP. Just for the record, I've been a member of your organization, Lou, for two or three years now. I think it's a very worthwhile organization. If you would like to lend your support to GAP, you can be a member for $35 a year. They have a very attractive quarterly newsletter that comes out that gives you an update on the important cases that they are handling. Uh, the uh, website is where you go to join, uh, www.whistleblower.org. Uh, one of the important cases you're involved with now is uh, a national campaign around the, the case of a former federal air marshal, uh, Robert McLone. 
McLean. McLean, mm -hmm. tell us about that. Yeah, uh, Robert McLean blew the whistle on the Marshal Service, uh, deciding because of budgetary reasons not to put air marshals on airplanes that went across the country. You know, the the transcontinental. The nonstop. Yeah, threat, the yeah. very ones that the 7-Eleven uh, hijackers actually um, targeted because they had the most fuel, right? And so they've decided. They decided in 2003 uh, to discontinue putting air marshals because they had budget problems and they didn't want to put these people up in hotels. So they so they announced that to him. He tried everything he could internally to to resolve the issue because he he was very concerned about that. And it was right after a major alert, terror alert, on you know targeted toward airplanes. Uh, so he was very concerned about that, as were all, most all the other air marshals. And he raised this concern. He raised it internally, went to the inspector general, but then eventually he did go to the public. And when he did, um, they comp I mean, the, the Congress was outraged. Uh, senators, uh, well, Senator Boxer. Well, what happened to him oh, okay. when, he, when he went public? Well, three years later, they fired him. And, and he, he was disciplined uh, for the, I mean, he was threatened with firing for the whole time. And then what they also did is they decided that his whistleblowing was, you know, violated the confidence. Sensitive uh, information. It was sensitive information. And so but they, they created, waited a couple of years to fire him, so yeah. to wait till the publicity exactly, backed off. Exactly. And, and, then, and then what happened is uh, he's been fighting ever since. To get his job and back. so you're helping him get his Absolutely. job back. Yes, and I think we will prevail. Talk about whistleblower protection legislation. First of all, right. this is a, a federal act that protects federal employees. Right. Uh, how long has it been in existence, and have there been changes over the years? Yeah, it was first created in 1978 under Senate, uh, uh, under President Carter. It was a complete failure from the beginning. In 1989, it was revamped. It was successful for about a year or two, and then it started not working anymore. And then in 90... Why did it stop working? Well, because basically it's all internal to the bureaucracy. And so the bureaucracy essentially decides the cases. And so basically, no, after a while, no whistleblowers prevailed. I mean, I... When you say the bureaucracy decides, if I'm a whistleblower and I've been wronged and I come to an organization like you, how does the bureaucracy stop it's me from doing it? Not in terms of whistleblowing, but in terms of, of being protected if you get fired. Uh, the adjudication of those cases stays within the federal government, you know, essentially within the executive branch of government. But, and, but with you, it goes into the courts, of course. Well, whenever we can, we take it into the courts. But we also, Oh, it's supposed well, to work within the agency, absolutely. but it often doesn't. It rarely does. Rarely does. Yeah, rarely does. And in fact, on, uh, out of the last 200 cases, only two, two whistleblowers have pre prevailed. Only one Within the bureaucracy. Yeah. But when you take the case, what's your batting average for GAP? Well, we win almost all our cases. But that's because from the very beginning, we, don't buy, we go right into the public sphere. We go to Congress. We get all kinds of protection for the people in terms of people, you know, getting the word out to people who really care about that issue and those concerns. So you, you bring not only legal talent to the table, but also using the press, public relations, political pressure, Absolutely. the whole armory of tools 
to, to get justice for your client. In fact, that's the only way you can get justice for your so client. So shining the, sun, the, the sunlight right. really works. Absolutely. And that's the only thing it works. Well, this is a fantastic organization. I encourage you to consider joining the some 15,000 members who you have uh, and add your name and weight and modest dues to the important work of this organization. Again, we'll put the website up at the end of this segment, but GAP is a great organization doing important work, keeping government honest and exposing fraud abuse and waste. Right. Okay, we'll be continuing this conversation after we pause for these messages. Phil Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Phil is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at Trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Phil Trainees. At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. It's Big Red Bus. Our English double-decker buses offer large groups a fun, unique, inexpensive alternative to standard transportation. Bar hopping, weddings, sporting events, airport pickups, kids parties, you name it and we'll help customize the perfect experience. We have open and closed top buses available. Both are equipped with custom-built bars, stereo systems, and a friendly hostess. Alcohol is permitted on board. For your next event or fun occasion, call Big Red Bus at 562-852-9888 or visit us on the web. People need a hero. They need something they can believe in. That's where Dog the Water Copper comes in. Oh no! Alright, you little trail sniffer. Been watching you take a shower for the past 40 minutes. Think of all that water you're wasting. Well, I mean, that's really weird, dog. I'm totally naked right now. Continue conversation with Lewis Clark, president of GAP, the Government Accountability Project. Lewis, what type of people are whistleblowers? Are any generalizations you can make? They haven't found, you know, of all the studies of whistleblowers, they really haven't come up with a profile. I mean, our experience is that they're the hardest working people, they have the highest standards in the office, of wherever, whatever the office might be, they, and professionally, uh, they're on really on top of their professional standards and try to see those implemented and and on a personal level They tend to have very high personal standards and they're well. frustrated by the fact that the organization is not doing what right. they strongly believe so they have to have an ins a strong internal moral compass they absolutely do and that that is the the factor to you know above all el all else 
because you risk quite a bit right. when you become a whistleblower. Right. As far you risk your job, uh, you, you risk retaliation, right. uh, financial penalties. There's a lot at right. stake. And and it's also important to note is that those are exactly the kind of people that any employer should want to have on their payroll. The people that work hard, people that have those standards, and the people who try to see you know have a personal personal. But a lot of bureaucracies want team players. They don't right. like someone yeah. insubordinate who doesn't follow instructions and right. who violates the supervisor's direction. And that's how you end up with very mediocre agencies. <laughs> I guess you're right. That's the <laughs> oh so true. Uh, now you're also a minister, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show. Right. Do some of these whistleblowers need some personal oh. and emotional counseling to get them through this this tough yeah. ordeal? Yeah, there's no. And question it is an ordeal, isn't yeah, it? It is an ordeal. And for one thing, is they lose all their friends at work very often, and so it's now. What, why do they lose their friends? Well. Well, mostly because people don't want to be seen with them. Oh, the you friends know. are afraid to be yeah. as giving comfort to the right. enemy, as right. it were. Right. And so, what one of the things you want to counsel a whistleblower to do is to don't make you know don't feel that just because people don't want to have lunch with you anymore, <laughs> or you know, don't take it seen, personally. Don't take it seriously. <laughs> and no one will talk to you anymore Absolutely. from work. Don't take it personally. The fact <laughs> is that those people are not going to lie under oath. You know, when it comes to their case. If it's in court or whatever, those people are not going to lie for the boss. They might not want to be seen with you, but they're not going to, to cross some kind of line for you. And so you don't want to alienate those people. And so just don't be so paranoid about it. These people are going, and, and matter of fact, on almost Don't all, be paranoid that none of the hundred <laughs> people you used to work with will speak to you. That's, well, I know, yeah. but it, 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 I know it might be counterintuitive, but the fact is that, that that's that is helpful advice. Another thing, uh, for one reason, is that those people who are very quiet, you know, they sneak all kind of documents to us. Yes. And so we have enormous amount of inside help on all our cases. Last year we had on the show Pulitzer Prize winning journalist Seymour Hersh, oh, yeah. who gets all kinds of stuff from inside the bureaucracies, right. and people just give them stuff. And, right. you know, they want to stay with their jobs, right. but they're giving them stuff. Mm -hmm. That's another way to do it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And do you get stuff from people Tremendous, who don't yeah. publicly blow the whistle, right. but you're getting good stuff? Right. And can you use that stuff? Paul Wolfowitz is a good example Tell of that. Tell us about World that. World Bank. Uh, Paul Wolfowitz was president of the World Bank. He had a sweetheart deal with his girlfriend, got her lots of money <laughs> in terms of way over what she, her pay grade uh, should have been. Some things and, never change. And, um, and, we, and all that information came to us from leakers from the World Bank who, who snuck the information to us. And then we were able to confirm and di you know, authenticate all those documents that we got from anonymous source from other anonymous whistleblowers. And I'm sure, as Seymour Hersh does, you protect your sources. Oh, yeah. You have to protect your right. sources. Yeah. Once we were sued by the government trying to get the names of 55 whistleblowers and um, we, we said we would go to jail before we would turn those names over. And we went to federal district court. We won. Uh, and uh, the court found that we had a First Amendment constitutional right to associate with whistleblowers. They had a right to associate with us without that kind of government Kind of like the reporter's uh, protection. Yeah, it is. It is. Well, looking back on 30 years, Lou, uh, you must uh, take a lot of satisfaction out of the the good work that your organization has accomplished. 
I do. It really means so much to me to see so many people who are now able to help. In early days, we could hardly help anyone because we were so small. Now we can help almost everybody who comes to us with a case that has the kind of quality or national attention that needs to be focused on that issue. And the recent passage of the Stimulus Funding Act includes whistleblower protection yeah. there. And uh, just recently we had our city auditor Laura Dowd on, and she's paying particular attention to abuse of whistleblower money. And there is protection for whistleblowers with regard to stimulus right. money. And one of the things I found out about the city auditor is that they have up in their office the whistleblower lines to call. And so they've done that work. And most people who have, most cities that have received this money, or mo I should say most contractors and grant, grant people, uh, uh, institutions that receive this money, don't have those posters up. Mm -hmm. And the city of Long Beach does. And right. I, I thought that was quite commendable. Great. What for the future? Uh, more, bigger, better? Well, I think that we're, I think we're, we're going to get some protections for people. I mean, the, the Whistleblower Enhancement Act for federal employees has passed the House. It's about to pass the Senate. And, uh, and President Obama's in favor of it. And what it. would that do? I, that's going to give whistleblower protection for federal employees, and, they're, and about 90% of them are going to be able to go into federal district court. Okay. That's going to change everything. That's a great story, and we thank you for coming out from Thanks Washington, D.C. to visit us. And we'll be back with the remaining portions of our show after these messages. Bill Tra Welcome to McKenna's on the Bay, where fine dining is complemented with a breathtaking view. McKenna's is a restaurant of incredible ambiance, providing service and cuisine with style, class, and romance. The menu offers a variety of appetizers, serious seafood, prime steaks, an oyster bar, and specialty entrees for either lunch or dinner. McKenna's on the Bay features patio dining, nightly entertainment, and two banquet facilities. No matter what your occasion, McKenna's on the Bay is like being on vacation. Join us today at McKenna's on the Bay. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee, freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's. 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. who are closest to you, from our family to yours. McCarty's Jewelry, since 1932. How do you like your chances the rest of the way? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. Welcome back. Great show, important subject. 
accountability. If you'd like to lend your weight and support and name to the work of uh, GAP and get four issues per year of their newsletter, you can join GAP by going to the website, whistleblower.com, join, pay your $35 dues, add your voice and weight to the important work they're doing. And, and Lou, it's nice to be able to make a living doing really important things involving uh, the protection of our society and, uh, and, and ethics, really. Yes, I, I'm honored to be at that pro project. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you again for taking the time to coming down and, and visit us and uh, continued success and hope we'll stay in contact. Thank you. I hope so. Okay. Thanks. Please join us next week for the next edition of Straight Talk. Good night, everyone. Straight Talk has been brought to you by Southern California Edison, The Press-Telegram, and Long Beach Magazine. And remember, Straight Talk is viewable worldwide 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.